Hello and welcome to the first ever episode of Offbeat Grad. This is a podcast dedicated to taking the path less traveled after graduation, whether that means you're blogging, you're freelancing, basically just learning how to do what you love and actually make money doing it. And I'm your host, my name is Samantha Tatro. You might know me from my blog, SamanthaBility.com, which is where I blog about blogging. (laughs) Yes, I blog about blogging. And I blog about um, freelancing and college life and just how to make this transition into the real world, whatever that means. So my first guest for my first podcast is going to be my good friend, Isabel Rodriguez. And she just graduated from Flagler College, which is where I went to school. We both studied English. And she just graduated two weeks ago, so she's going to talk about how that crazy time works and how that makes her feel and like what her next steps are. And I think that's something a lot of people can relate to when they're not really sure what they're doing after graduation, but you just sort of get thrown into this real world and you're not really sure how things work. So we're going to break that down and let's get started. Oh, and one last thing. If you like this podcast, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. I'm trying not to sound like a broken record, but it would be really helpful, and I always love to hear feedback. So let me know what you think, and let's just get into it. Can we all agree that, like, some of the worst people, like, are successful right out of college? Is that me? Because I know some people in college where it's like, yes, no, I know I'm better than them. Ooh, that's so mean. But it's because I know I know. We talked about this one girl who like cheated on her test. Oh my god, you're out here. She would like name names, name names. I'm not gonna say names. Because if they hear, because I'm gonna promote this. So oh my god! Want... Oh she's god! Gonna... Yeah. Yeah. This is the drama, the real life Flagler College drama. There's yeah, like twelve <laughs> kids in our school, but yeah, here I we are. I really hope nobody's like, "Are you talking about me?" <laughs> I don't. But think I won't get too be. specific. I knew somebody who didn't do well. I would not say they did well academically. I'm gonna be vague, so that's like 15 people are gonna be like, "That's me." I'm even <laughs> thinking every, that's me. I'm thinking all, that's me. Everyone. I think it's jobs like right out of college, and I'm like, it seems unfair. It, it is. It does. But you know what? I think it's. I don't know. We will start with the big question right. that everyone asks from the moment you are born. You graduated. Now, what do you do with your life? Oh, my gosh. I think that was like, okay, honestly, graduating, that's the worst question to get. Um, I actually hate that. And it was especially embarrassing for me because it's like, I'm not the kind that knows what I want to do. I'm just, just, I just like, I don't know what I'm doing. Like, I'm just, I, I do this very bad thing where I just like willy-nilly my life, where I just like, you know, whatever comes. Willy-nilly like, okay. my life. Yeah, I'm, I don't <laughs> for a plan. Like, I, you know how I chose Flagler? Like, they were literally the first college that accepted me. And I was just like, okay. I mean, and that's that a solid it. decision. I know. But it's like, <laughs> that's not, you know, but when it comes to like, people think that's like important decisions. So like for someone to say that, they'd be like, I know for some people that's like, what? Like, that's like the most incomprehensible thing. So, like, it was really embarrassing, like, when professors, especially professors, they're like, you going to graduate school? Like, no. They're like, oh, you're going to the business, like, you're going straight into the workforce? I'm like, yeah. Like, do you, do you know where you want to go? I'm like, no. <laughs> no. I don't <laughs> no. Know what I'm doing. It seems like they pressure you from, like, the minute you're a freshman. They're like, hey, mm-hmm. what are you doing next? You need to know right now. If you don't know now, mm-hmm. you're already behind. Oh, my God. I had that. That career woman from the career center tell us that if we hadn't, I was like a senior about to graduate and they were like, have you started your applications yet? You should have started like six months ago. You're honestly so behind. And I was like, okay, great. That's what was great. so fun to go to the CDC. Because, like, I want to get my resume checked, but I'm so afraid What's it's going to be, CDC? like... What's the CDC? A career development center. Oh, my God. I went there three times, and I did not know what happened. Oh, that's why I was afraid. Because, <laughs> like, when I would when I would have gone, I would have been a senior, because I really I was not engaged in that area until I was, like, 
maybe interested. And as a senior, even then, I was just all like, maybe I should go. I didn't end up going. But I should have, because I was like, <laughs> I want to get a, like, check my resume checked out so I know, but I'm so afraid they're going to be like, oh, you're a senior? And I'll be like, yeah. And they're like, you have applied yet? And I'm like, mm, no. And they're going to be like, what are you doing? Like, you need to apply. You apply right now. Like, where, where are you going to go? And it's like, I don't know. Like, I'm just living my life. <laughs> I think it's better to just live your life. Honestly, senior year is already so stressful. And no. you need to just, like, get out of there and then figure it out. I don't know. I think it's better to, like, not have... Well, I mean, I kind of get having, a like, a setup because then you, it's easier for you to just move from college to a job. And then you're financially secure, at least, you know, that part... But, like, I kind of, in a sense, like that I really don't have a lot of plans. Because if something does happen, if a really good opportunity comes, then I could drop everything. And it's the thing is, I don't have anything to drop, though. That's the thing. You have nothing to drop. I don't. Like, (laughs) if someone's all like, oh, you want to come do it? Like, in any sense, like, a good job could just come. And someone could be like, you want to do this? And I'll be like, "Mm, yeah, sure. I I don't have anything. I can just drop everything. (laughs) Literally nothing. Yeah, or go wherever. (laughs) Do whatever. And also, it could be for something else where it's like, oh, somebody, you know, I'll go on a trip somewhere. Like, I have the money. I could be like, mm, yeah, okay, I could just do that. Um, what a dream life. You know, right? <laughs> maybe not in terms of the vacation, but maybe, like, in terms of jobs where I could just apply anywhere and then just, like, that's fine because I, I don't have place constraining me. Yeah, I so are you literally just applying everywhere? Is that yes. the go-to strategy yes. of 2018 where, like, who needs structure? Let's just apply literally everywhere. Yeah, like <laughs> I mentioned earlier, I just go on Google search. I type in some position. When I got my yeah. job, it was mainly just mass applying. Like, it's uh-huh. a numbers game out here. Like, just yeah. apply that's what, as many places as you can. That's what some girl told me because I was straight up on Twitter. I was like, I've applied to so many places. And then one of my friends replied, one of my mutuals on Twitter she was just all like keep applying that's all you gotta do just <laughs> that's keep. literally like, just keep Eventually, sending it out one of them will respond mm-hmm. like hopefully <laughs> i definitely yeah. got people to respond but i sent out like 30 before i ever heard back even like retail jobs sometimes it's that competitive yeah. nowadays mm-hmm. which sounds crazy because it's like a retail job but yeah it's that's true that's how i got my first job like literally i was applying to all these places that's how i got my real job after college was they didn't have oh, anyone yeah. in that position like no one existed in content writing there so they were like um we think we need a content writer do you want to do it and I was like what what does that mean um so I had to figure that all out as I went which clearly worked out great I mean I got the job but what, yeah. what did you feel like helped uh, that they were desperate or like what about yes. like okay um, no, so that's, that's the biggest part yeah. um, wait for desperation um once you get your first real job I feel like it's a lot easier to go off from there because now I can say like I have all these yeah. years of experience working in this industry and it's not just like well in college I sort of did this but yeah. I don't know if it's real I think it yeah it's more <laughs> impressive when you're actually in the environment instead of being like I have experience doing which I don't I mean I used a lot of what I did in college Mm -hmm. when I was applying for jobs and I would do interviews and sometimes I felt so stupid in the interview being like I did my college lit mag and she's just like on the line like for an actual marketing place (laughs) and she's like okay but (laughs) but like ah but it's like that still includes me you know you're not just I mean I'm not just saying it like I have numbers to back it up I can show my work yeah especially because you actually did a lot of stuff for a little magazine like I tried to tell her that on the phone I did not get that job but actually I did get a really nice response to her mm-hmm. saying that I was like a really good candidate but they ended up finding someone who had mm. more experience which I get because like I wasn't even graduated yeah, at the time and well. I couldn't start for like another two months oh, what kind of jobs are you looking into like are you interested in publishing I know you were an English major like myself so 
we clearly have the whole yeah. world of possibilities just like right there. Like apparently, everything. I found out my like dad didn't like want me to do that, but he didn't say anything. Well, at least he didn't say anything. He didn't. Like he literally told me that till like a couple weeks ago <laughs> when you graduated. He's like, I just want to let yeah. you know this was a horrible decision. Uh, he was all like, you know, I didn't say anything, but I don't know if there's any jobs for English majors. <laughs> I was like, you let me go four years with that in your head. I feel like when you're an English major, you know that already. Like, the teachers say it. It's, like, not a secret. Your teachers are all like, I hope you're ready to work at Starbucks or here. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Ooh, uh, I told you that. Her dad said it all the time. She was like, don't worry. We'll all be the best, <laughs> the, the most educated, uh, well-read people working at Starbucks. And I was like, perfect. I don't know. Because, like, I feel like we can do a lot. No, I do, too. But I feel like that's the yeah, initial that's like not, response yeah, to English majors. Like, like, ooh, cringe. Yeah, I know. Where it's like, oh, you're teaching? And like, no. <laughs> so and you want to like, teach? Oh, what are you going to do then? Because, like, nobody knows anything beyond you. Like, everybody wants to hear your post-grad experience. My post-grad experience was a train wreck. Oh, my God. First, so I had breakdowns, like, every day you were there when I was, like, graduating. <laughs> yes. I was literally, like, on the verge of, of a disaster. Yeah. <laughs> it was not a good time. I was but also, panicking I like a lot. You were doing a lot. You were graduating and then also moving out. Like, oh, yeah. Were, I was. Mo- I moved out the day after yeah. graduation. Like, I don't know who I am or why I thought that was a good Someone idea. Someone told me that. I'd be like, mm, no, I can't I was literally like, I don't even know why I left. Like, I didn't need to. I just, like, decided I needed to leave. I, I was, like, freaking out. I don't know why. I was tired of the town we lived in. We li- our school was in this tiny little mm-hmm. Taurus town. It was weird, like super weird place. If you've ever been to St. Augustine, Florida, it's whack. Like there are tourists yeah. everywhere. There's weird carriages. It smells like horse pee everywhere. <laughs> I was just like, I can't do this anymore. I'm prepared now. <laughs> I needed out, so I moved to Orlando like immediately. And so I was just like obsessively applying everywhere. And I interviewed at a couple places mm-hmm. and like backed out of all of them because they were all like happy like... retail jobs. Oh, okay. And they were all super underpaid. Mm-hmm. But I was like desperate. I was like, I need a job because I'm like living in Orlando off like my savings. And I was like, we're going to die. I'm going to be homeless yeah. in a week. <laughs> so I was just like having a panic attack. Yeah. And so then it was just like sink or swim with the website thing. Like I'd been building um, Samantha Villity for like three years at that point. I was like, Making some money on that, but it wasn't a ton. And then I it takes a while for the paycheck. It, <laughs> those paychecks take forever. Yeah, um, I'll talk more about that later. <laughs> how to get paid? But um, it was just not stable. So I looked into freelancing a lot. I was floundering. I was not doing well. Um, I was just struggling, living off like <laughs> my savings, trying to like eat PB and J every day yeah. so I didn't die. Yeah, uh, good times, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I don't know. I kept doing that, and then eventually in October I got a real job as an intern at like this marketing place, which. I mean, I got a lot of good experience working there, but I knew immediately, like, this is not for me. Like, I, this is so bad. It sounds like I was, was like, just some, that company specific? I, the just, company like, the culture general... was, it was so small. It was just, like, not, there was no room for growth, and um, uh-huh. the pay was very low. <laughs> like, let's, let's yeah. keep it at that. Yeah. Very low. Um, I liked the people I worked with, but I, it was just, like, there was nowhere to go from there, because there were, like, less than 10 employees. So it was, like, here you yeah, are, and this is where we are staying. Stuck, yeah. Um, but I got to do a lot of content writing with them, which showed me a lot about the industry, which was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I learned a lot more about SEO, and mm-hmm. then we were just living life. Um, I knew I wanted to quit, because I hate waking up in the morning, which sounds like 
I'm an entitled millennial. Yeah. And I can't handle a real job um, <laughs> because I have to wake up before nine and honestly, I can't do yeah. that. But honestly, I can't. Like, I know when I work my best and it's not at, at morning. It's meal. not in the morning and that's just me. Mm-hmm. Um, I also work really well. Like, I'm so self-motivated. I don't need, like, a boss there. I work so fast. So it's just, like, having... Yeah, you do I quick. would finish, like, my work at mm-hmm. my real job in, like, an hour. And I would just be like, what do I do now? Um... So that was cool. <laughs> so I eventually quit that after like a year. Uh-huh. And here I am now. And while I was doing that, I was freelancing at the same time. Mm-hmm. I sort of let my blog slip because I'm the worst. But I couldn't do all of it at once. I had I to like it. pick. So I was freelancing a lot. And I work with a pretty great company now. And I do a lot of content writing for them and like SEO link building, which I love. And so I can do that at my own pace mm, and whatever yeah. I want. And I get paid more fairly than I did at my yeah, real job. Yeah, definitely. So that's what I'm doing, and now that I have no other job, I'm going to be doing this and freelancing more, which is fun. Are you sticking to that, do you think? Oh, I'm sticking to that. I'm in it now. You can't Uh, work in a company? No, I don't think I could. Like, it doesn't make sense to me because when you work at a company, I'm getting paid like an hourly rate or like a salary, but when I work on my own, like, you can make as much as you want. True. And you can work on your own hours, and you also just mm-hmm. get to hustle all the time. And yeah. that works well with me. I know that it doesn't work well with everyone. Yeah. I know... Some people aren't motivated. Yeah, that. or yeah. some people just want that structure, which I yeah. get, because there is no structure to what I do. Like, I, yeah, I feel like mess. you have to be strict on yourself to do that, because, like, I know I couldn't. Because, like, I know right now, like, I'm trying to work my own personal writing, and it's so hard. But also, like, I don't like writing when people are around, and, like, there's always someone in my house. Because uh, I don't want the chance of them looking over. Go to over. a coffee shop. Yeah. I should, yeah. Just there, I have a library in town, but it's, like, the worst. But I just Because <laughs> I don't like the chance of someone... Because my mom and my parents are, like, nosy. Everybody in my family is nosy. So I know if I, like, sit there on the laptop, they're like, what are you writing? Like, uh, I don't want to tell you. You're like, I'm, I'm writing smut. <laughs> no! <laughs> and then they'll never ask again. No, my good Christian mom would not like that. She'd be like, what's... First of all, she'd be like, what's smut? Or if she knew what that was... Oh, my God. She'd be like, what are you doing we can talk about Capulet Mag. Oh yeah, perfect. Isabel and I are both editors of our own magazine, yeah. which sounds lame because it is. Um. But um, <laughs> we do a lip mag for young women, um, and we do it all ourselves, mm-hmm. which is a full-time job. Yeah. And it's so Isabel does all the social media, so she might want to talk about that and how she does that. Oh, first of all, I don't know what I'm doing, but I guess it's I'm doing something because we have like 100 followers like over on all the accounts we have, so I guess we're doing something right, or I'm at least doing something right. <laughs> Ooh. I'm doing something okay. right. Okay. I'm not sure about you, Sam, but you know, I'm doing something right. But uh, I don't know, like I just try to, I'm really just going off of like looking at other accounts for other like literary magazines, how they deal um you know, like, what they're posting, I really try to just, like, engage, I try to, like, engage with, you know, like, writers, and also, like, I focus on what I'm retweeting as well, I try to find, like, opportunities from other literary magazines as well, because I know Yeah, I noticed that a lot, I think that's cool, because, um, we only accept certain types of, like, people. Writers, yeah. Um, so I think it's better to have, I think it's better to support other literary magazines, too, I think that's the same with bloggers, when you're like, I always think of it like 80-20, like it should mm-hmm. be 80% other people's stuff, 20% your own. Mm-hmm. On social media, That's like doesn't matter if you're using Pinterest, uh-huh. not Instagram obviously, yeah, but I mean yeah. you could 80% like interact with other accounts. Yeah. But with like Twitter and, and 
even Tumblr, mm-hmm. which sucks for blogging. And Pinterest, you should always do like 80% reblogging, repinning mm-hmm. other people's stuff, or like interacting with other people, and then yeah. you can do like 20% promotion, because nobody wants to just like hear you yeah. yelling about yourself. And I feel like also if they're, if you're like helpful, because I feel like that's helpful, you know, plugging in people. Adding value. Writing. Yeah, so it's all <laughs> like, okay, if they're like, mm, kind of bored about them talking about themselves but they always post you know contests and stuff like that then they're gonna want to you know continue to follow continue to engage you know? yeah because you're creating a value yeah, the magic word like, yeah yeah mm, look at me if i can do it then anybody can do it <laughs> way to sell yourself that's what you, you know, put on I your resume it's, it's interesting experience because i think they're especially since we are in such a technological world i think to have that sort of etiquette is is important oh, you know no, in terms true. of social media and especially and not learning social media in terms of like my own accounts because i'm just doing whatever and being I, yeah no one cares about your personal yeah accounts. although but, they do care to some extent that you're not just oh my god when i was looking over my replacement for my other job there mm-hmm. was this one because i i'm a creep mm-hmm. so like obviously i'm gonna look them all yeah, up on social up. media like of course yeah. only for like the top candidates i didn't go through like everyone but yeah. I just, that would be too much mm-hmm. but i did look at several and you can tell immediately like who is i don't want to say normal but i'm gonna say normal <laughs> because some people like there's a fine line in between like what is and is not appropriate yeah for your social media like one guy had a snake up his nose like uh, what like he had a pet snake he thought it was appropriate to put it in his nose uh, i don't know i saw it and i like so I was, weird i was like shook i was like screaming at the office it was like making everyone look at it because i'm a bully but i just saw it, it was just like when you suffer everybody else you know, but i was like we obviously wouldn't want to hire that person because he put a snake up his nose. That is weird. That and is like, weird. I think it's cool. You can have a pet snake and like talk about it on your Twitter, but like yeah. maybe don't let it go up your nose. Is just how I feel about that. So now he's going to come find me and get me. Yeah, no. Um, with he's his listening snake. right now. Yeah. <laughs> he's gonna come uh, get some revenge because I hurt his feelings. Oh, but yeah. definitely don't do that. Um, everyone else would pretty normal like there's i don't think it's as scary as a lot of people make like in high school when social media was more new Mm -hmm. and like all your teachers would be like if you post something your employers will see it don't ever have a cup in your hand or like like, be wearing a tank top or like anything and they'll be like they're gonna come get you i don't think it's like that but I do think yeah. you should that's, not put snakes up your nose. mom says now, because, like, I'll, like, cuss oh my on my God, social media. Oh, my God, your mom media. is funny. She is. And she's all like, <laughs> well, what if you want to apply somewhere and they see that? And I'm like, first of all, I don't associate my name with any, like, in Twitter and Tumblr and Instagram. Like, oh, you I use don't, fake weird well, names. Yeah, like, I don't use, <laughs> like, my actual name. So if someone comes up and is like, is that you? I could just be like, no, because there's no proof like, of that I don't, I don't know Maybe with, is. like, Instagram, because I do use my full first and last. But then also I'm not taking pictures of anything, you know, like, weird. You're it's not putting snakes up your nose? Very generic stuff, like, just me, like, I don't know, in front of some flowers. I don't know. It's just, like, all photos of me just, like, posing, doing something, yeah, like, normal. Yeah, I think normal. it's fine. Even using curse words is fine, as long as you're not being, like... Yeah. Racist or yeah. like some crazy and my stuff. My mom was all like, what if they don't hire you because of that? I'm like, first I don't of all, think they're like, not, like not you're an behavior. adult, you're allowed to use yeah. words. Mm-hmm. I think as long as you're not making yourself like look like yeah. a fool. And I'm like, the only time I could see where like cussing and somebody just not liking it in general is so, like, I apply somewhere where it's like, you need to have like they moral standing day, or something. Like, if I, yeah, I know. Like, <laughs> if I was going to a Christian academy and they saw, they'd probably be like, no, we're gonna not have those. Like, yeah, I'm but I don't gonna, think you're gonna apply. Yeah, I was like, I'm never gonna work for 
like anybody like that and you know in that sense I was like I'm not worried about you know because no one is gonna not choose not to hire me because of that so I was like all right yes I don't think social media is, is a big yeah all right well that was a fun long-winded social media speech yeah that was we really went off <laughs> where can they follow Contact. you give them your info my. in case oh, they're like God. wow this girl is my idol and I need to <laughs> Stalk her now and send her pictures of my pet snake. Yeah, send me a picture of your pet snake. <laughs> oh my god. Honestly, I'm not like I'm not professional in any sense. Okay, <laughs> I guess I'll share my Twitter if you want to follow me on Twitter. It is at rose emojis. Um, like my I don't have my name as like the thing where you put your name. It's sharp objects because I'm very excited for sharp objects. <laughs> what is sharp objects? It's a book. Oh, it's a I mean, I yeah, know and they're you're, coming okay. out with an HBO right. TV series right now. I'm limited. I'm like, oh, I'm so excited. Wow. Okay. Well, I wish you the best of luck in your job endeavors. And I think a lot of people can relate to the horrible panic of graduating college and not having anything lined up. I hope people just like understand that it's like, I think people just need to understand everybody's messy right now. (laughs) After you graduate, we're all messy. I'm still messy. messy. I've been out of college over a year. Thanks for listening to the first ever episode of Offbeat Grad. I hope you enjoyed it as much as we liked making it. And if you did like it, please feel free to rate, review, and subscribe everywhere you listen to podcasts. And we're going to have a new episode every week about new things like freelancing, making a blog, making money online, and all the ins and outs of that. So if you think you would be a good fit, are you an Offbeat Grad? (laughs) You can be a guest on one of our new podcasts. So if that interests you, please apply at offbeatgrad.com, and I hope to hear from you. And that's about it. So I'm done rambling now, and I'm going to go do something else. So (laughs) thank you for listening, and I'll see you next week.